On today's episode of Wellness with Kelsey, I am diving deep into my own story. I'm sharing some things that have never been shared on this magnitude before. I am both equally excited and terrified, but I know that I have a story that needs to be told. And so I hope that you grab a cup of your favorite drink and some yummy food and grab a blanket and put your headphones on and just sit with me a while. I will preface this by saying that my story is heavy. There are definitely some trigger warnings involving eating disorders, self-harm, sexual abuse. So if any of that is triggering to you right now, you can press pause, totally skip this episode, won't hurt my feelings. I just wanted to be truthful and upfront about that. So let's dive deep. For those who do not know, my name is Kelsey. I am a 29-year-old certified life coach. I am currently not seeing clients, but I hope to in the next couple of months. Um, I live in the great state of Illinois. I'm a Midwestern girl through and through. I've been here my entire life. This is home for me. Um, And I'm excited to get out of my comfort zone and start this podcast. In no way, shape, or form is it, you know, like most studio production podcast, you know, with the intro songs and the big to-dos. I just, you know, I'm doing this for me. And if one person listens to anything that I have to say and it impacts them in any way, then I I'm grateful that I decided to step out of my comfort zone to do this. Um, I will say that my journey has been non-linear and me telling the story will also be non-linear. Um, as I said, I've grown up in the Midwest my entire life. Um, I had a pretty good childhood. Can't complain too much, but I will say that my childhood does have some sexual abuse to it. I will not get super deep or graphic into that, but it happened and it is something that has stayed with me all of my life. Um, I truly do believe that that very first incident, because it has happened to me more than once, unfortunately, um, that that very first incident, you know, basically geared me up for struggling with hypersexuality later in life. Um, I will say the second time I was sexually abused um, not to say that one impacts me more than the other, but the one that I remember vividly, and I'm only going to mention this because I do not think it's talked about enough, is that um, I was sexually abused by another girl, another kid. And, and and you don't really hear much, if at all, another girl abusing another girl sexually. Um, but that's my story and it happened. And I make a point to say that because if that's a part of your story, know that you're not alone. Know that you're not disgusting. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, And if you want to share that with me, I am a safe space to do that. I will leave in the show notes, you know, ways to get a hold of me. But I make a point to say that I was sexually abused by another girl because you don't really hear about that. You hear about, you know, men abusing boys or men abusing women. But very rarely, if at all, um, will you hear another girl abusing a girl or a woman abusing a girl. But it does happen. So that's part of my story. As I moved into my teen years, um, grew up in a chaotic household. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. But I really struggled in eighth grade with self-harm. And that would be something that I would continue to struggle with for 10 plus years. Um, no stranger to mental illness. Um, I have depression. I have anxiety. And a couple of years ago, I was also diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Um, and that's, <laughs> I could do a whole podcast episode on that. But I truly do believe all of the experiences that I've gone through in my life have shaped me to be who I am. Um, I will say, by no means am I a 
religious person, but I definitely do believe in God. I believe in the power of prayer. Um, I do not label myself a Christian, been there, done that. That is not anything that I adhere to. Um, I don't, I don't agree with the label of Christianity or being called a Christian for myself. If I had to pick a label, I would say that I am definitely more spiritual, you know, just because I love God and I pray and sometimes listen to worship music and listen to sermons. I also like to sage my house. I like to use tarot cards and oracle cards and, you know, all the things. Um, I'm very much a spiritual person, but yes, I do believe in God and I do believe that God continues to weave my tapestry through all the highs and the lows and the straying and the wrong things that I do and I, I very much feel like a god is still in my life and I will probably do a whole other podcast episode about my journey with Christianity and leaving the church and that whole bit but for now I just want to say that um, you know I struggled with self-harm and I've struggled with eating disorders um, beginning in like middle school um, high school years um, started out as disordered eating and then kind of went into by the time I graduated you know high school full-blown eating disorder um and I think a lot of it really stemmed from me wanting to have control over my life and home was chaotic and I never felt good about myself had low self-esteem and um I just as cliche as it is I do feel like my food or you know lack thereof what I didn't eat I I was able to control that and it was the one thing in my life that I was able to control and it got to the point where um my eating disorder I always thought that I was in control but my eating disorder controlled me I couldn't eat after certain times I could only eat certain foods um I would try to you know exercise you know my food away I would be a slave to the scale day and night um there were behaviors disordered behaviors that I regularly engaged in. And I lost a lot of weight. I had people that were literally afraid to touch me. My own chiropractor at the time said that he was afraid to touch me because he literally thought he would break me. Um, My medical doctor at the time wanted to have my mother take me to court, declare me incompetent and take my medical rights away and force me into treatment. My therapist at the time wanted me to, um, you know, enter, um, get, get a feeding tube and, you know, go into residential and all of that stuff. It was a crazy time. And even though I was in and out of therapy, it took many, many years for me to finally get to the point where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired of my eating disorder. Um, By this point, I had dropped out of college because I couldn't function. I all but failed my first semester of college, except literally one class, which was my 8 a.m. speech class of all things. I passed with a C and um, I just was suicidal. I wasn't eating. I stopped eating completely at this point. Um, I was cutting all the time. I was just horribly horribly depressed um i just i couldn't see a way out and and things slowly started to happen i had people come into my life that helped me get into recovery and helped me get you know into the right therapist and all of that i had a friend a dear dear friend of mine who died and i regretted that because we were going to go out to lunch and my eating disorder prevented me from going to see her and not too long after that a couple months later she died and i've always regretted that because i let my eating disorder get in the way of this woman who i so loved and adored and I would never see her again. I I just just reminds me like how stupid my eating disorder was in hindsight and I would you know trade it all to be with her again. Um, Just things like that. Um, Also growing
growing up, you know, I didn't graduate high school until 2011. At that time, there was no social media. I mean, I I, I don't think Instagram came out until 2012. Um, I think the following year, Instagram came out. Um, there was no real social media other than Twitter, MySpace, Facebook. Um, no one was open openly talking about their issues like they are now, much less being a Black woman. You know, I didn't see anyone else that looked like me that had an eating disorder. You know, the stigma was very much eating disorders only happened to like thin white women, you know, who are rich, apparently, you know, we know now that's not the case. Eating disorders do not discriminate. I know men who have had eating disorders. I know obviously women who have had eating disorders, black, white, Asian, um, Latina, you know, just whatever. It does not matter. Gay, straight, bi, pan, whatever. Eating disorders do not discriminate. And I will say at the at the treatment facility that I went to, I was very shocked. I saw children as young as like five years old in this place being treated for eating disorders. Can you can you imagine that? Being five years old, you should be playing Barbie dolls and in school learning and instead you're in a treatment facility. It just oh when I saw that my heart sank. So I I have such a heart for others who struggle with eating disorders because I've been there. I have a heart for women and men who have struggled with sexual abuse because I've been there. Um, People that have struggled with their sexuality, I've been there. I am pansexual, but I know that I am in a straight passing relationship with my boyfriend. Um, And I could do a whole podcast on that. (laughs) Um, I'm no stranger to depression and anxiety. Mental health topics and issues are so important to me because the majority of them I have struggled with or am currently struggling with. Um, Many people may not believe it or know it, but depression is a chronic health issue. Um, I will always struggle with depression. There may be moments where I'm fine and there may be periods of time in my life where the depression has a grip on me. Um, Not only do I struggle with the depression, but I also struggle with seasonal depression as well. And as I'm recording this episode, it's August 30th. You know, summer is wrapping up. Fall will be here before I know it. It'll be getting dark at four o'clock. I'm, my body is is already tensing up in anticipation for for that to happen. Um, I, I am no stranger to my mental health issues and I make it my mission. I've had people ask me, you know, Kelsey, why are you so open and talking about the things that you've gone through? Because at one point in my life, no one was talking about it. And I literally thought that I was the only one on the face of the planet going through the things that I've been through. And I don't want anyone else to feel like that. So I make it a point. I may not go into super graphic detail, but I make it a point to say, hey, I've been there. I've been through these things. Um, And you are not alone because I don't want anyone to feel alone. I don't want anyone to feel like they are the only ones going through what they're going through. So that is why I share my story. And I hope that it resonates with you. Um, As I said earlier, last year, I got my certification to be a life coach. And I hope to start taking clients um, in the next couple of months, maybe early 2023. We shall see. But um, I I would love to help others who are struggling, you know, not only with mental health issues, but specifically those who are struggling with sex and sexuality. I have such a heart for that. Um, and then that really burns me with a great passion and desire um, because I have struggled and I know what those struggles are like. Um, so that's a little bit about me in this episode. I um, if there's any questions that you have, any anything that I touched on that you're like, I want you to talk more about that, please email me or DM me or whatever. I am, would be more than happy to hear from you. I would love to um, just answer anything that, that you may have. Or if you want to go on 
my Anchor website and leave a voice memo and have you incorporate it into a future episode, your questions. Um, I would love that as well. I will leave the link for all of that in the show notes below. Um, thank you. Thank you so much, guys, just for listening. Again, I apologize for being all over the place in this first episode, but I promise um, good things are to come. I have a list of people that I would love to interview and talk to about certain topics. And I think that you guys would really enjoy as well. So I'm excited. Also, I'm doing this podcast for me. I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I am challenging myself creatively. And this podcast is nerve wracking because I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm not going to let that stop me. I'm going to do it anyway. So maybe you need to hear that. Maybe there's something in your life that you are wanting to do, but you don't quite know how to do it. You haven't quite figured it out yet. Please don't let that stop you. Do it anyway. Thank you so much for listening.